Where's Papa? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Llama Llama Red Pajama, by Anna Dudney, published by Viking. Llama Llama Red Pajama drops in on a young llama being tucked in for bed by his mother. He has a tough time going to bed after his mother leaves, and gets hysterical waiting for her to come back to him. Will this young llama ever get to bed and stop annoying his mother? We'll bring a warm glass of milk, we're getting tucked in. The bedtime tale begins with Mama Llama reading a bedtime story to her young boy in red pajamas. I guess that's why it's in the title. Classic. A bedtime story of someone reading a bedtime story. Well, Mama gets her bebe all tucked in and leaves him to go finish up cleaning the house. I forgot to mention, in this world, llamas walk on their hind legs like creepy mutant llama humanoids. Anyway, this young llama doesn't want to go to bed and wants something to drink, clearly to buy himself some time up. So this annoying brat starts shouting for his mama, and quote, Mama says she'll be up soon, end quote. And you can see her yelling back. So we see where he gets it from. I have to ask though, where is Papa Llama? Did he leave and tell Bebe Llama he would be right back? He was just going to the petting zoo, only to never return? And did he leave because he couldn't handle all the screaming and whining? Or did he die of a heart attack from all the stress in his life? One thing's for certain, we know he's not around because of these two, and they can share the blame equally. Well, after all the yelling, Mama Llama doesn't go upstairs right away, causing Bebe Llama to worry. I'm sure he's thinking, Not again. If Papa's gone, Mama can leave too. And I don't blame him for thinking that way. But maybe he should look to himself and how he can change. What's causing all these llamas to not want to be around him? Could it be all the bitching? While Bebe Llama is gearing up to break down in tears, Mama Llama gets a phone call. It looks important. Is it possible it's the hitman she hired to murder her husband, telling her the deed is done? Meanwhile, here we go. Bebe Llama starts bawling, and you can see Mama is still on the phone. She could give two shits about her son. Bad Mama, some might say. Others would say, bad son. So Bebe starts screaming and carrying on, really throwing a good temper tantrum. He cries himself out and gets back in bed. The story then states, quote, Llama, Llama, Red Pajama. In the dark, without his mama. Eyes wide open, covers drawn. Dot, dot, dot. What if mama, llama's gone? End quote. Only confirming our thoughts that he's still traumatized from whatever happened to his dad. Bebe makes one last gasp, yelling out for his mama. And she bursts through the door all frantic, thinking there's an emergency. When she figures out Bebe is just crying wolf, she gives it to him 
telling him to be patient. And as the story wraps up, that's where it gets even more unrealistic than llamas walking around on their hind legs. Mama Llama tells him she loves him and tucks the Bebe back in. And it all ends on the Bebe fast asleep. Sorry, that doesn't happen. It takes way more than going up there just one more time. If he was sitting up, playing with toys, running in and out of rooms, slamming doors, or sneaking downstairs, looking for food, with the stupid excuse, he needs it, as if Mama didn't feed him, and if he doesn't get a Pop-Tart in him, he'll die of starvation overnight, then that would be more realistic. The lessons to be learned from this story are brutally honest, telling the reader they need to be patient. They aren't the only thing in their loved one's lives. Sometimes loved ones have more important things to take care of than continually checking on you to make sure you're comfortable. And if you don't have this understanding, you may just chase your loved ones off. As for Anna's writing, it has great rhythm to it, with some decent rhymes as well. Overall, it was highly relatable up until the end. We've all been on both sides of this interaction at bedtime. My critique would be, fix the ending. Her pictures were okay. While she's clearly talented, nothing wowed. I will give her credit, though, for the varying perspectives we saw the Bebe through. Many people clearly love this book, probably for the relatability and rhymes. This book is so popular, it has a whole series. It just didn't blow me away, though. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 3.7. I'll have a heapin' helpin', and I'll go back for another servin' or two. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.